One was convincing. The other took a little more wild magic. We recap both wins for the Wild against Chicago over the weekend. And Jewel Erickson X return, Jared Spurgeon's return, and Capo Kakinen's continued brilliance all today on Locked on Wild. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen every day. And just as a reminder, Locked On Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts, also available anytime you want to listen. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, we recap both wins against Chicago over the weekend, plus how the Minnesota Wild have finally put their ideal lines together as the season continues. My name is Seth Topal, host of Locked On Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer, and evidently, if you're watching on YouTube, new Sith Lord did not uh, <laughs> didn't realize that uh, that my outfit combo for today. Uh, the hood that I had made me look like uh, I was in uh, one of the Star Wars movies. So we'll go with it uh, because uh, we're having a great time, a victory Monday as the Minnesota Wild took care of business against Chicago, not once, but twice. They beat Chicago 5-1 to one on Friday night in Chicago and followed it up with yet another overtime winner at home on Saturday night, 4-3 to three in OT, another empty net goal to tie late in the third period in that second game. But it was very interesting how we saw two different styles of play from the Wild. Obviously, on Friday night, came out of the uh, gate just guns blazing and uh, ended up making light work of Chicago in that first game. The Blackhawks responded as we expected that they would, but it seemed fitting that Saturday's game was in uh, a thrilling overtime win to cap off another Hockey Day Minnesota. Seemed like that was only the right way for the Wild to win in Saturday's game. But all in all, uh, the Wilds pick up two wins. And if you heard yesterday's show, uh, are now 2-0 after that dreaded 3-4-2 stretch for the Wild where uh, it seemed as though everything was falling apart and that there was no chance for the team to, uh, to right the ship or to possibly keep the successful season going. Again, if you're watching on video... Huge eye roll. So uh, obviously a lot of that uh, aimed at the article that we broke down uh, on yesterday's show. But a lot of uh, interesting things to pull from uh, Friday and Saturday's wins. Obviously we saw the return of Jewel Erickson Eck and Jared Spurgeon to the lineups. And they proved notable uh, in their return uh, for Jewel Erickson Eck. Picked up a goal over the weekend on the power play, reunited with his favorite line mates, Marcus Foligno and Jordan Greenway. And uh, something that we're going to look a little further at later this week, but I will talk about it today, is that uh, I think this is the best line combos that the Minnesota Wild have had, at least in the Dean Evason tenure. Uh, if we're going to go any further than that, going to need to uh, to do a little research first. Uh, and see if we can find some of the other line combos from throughout Wild history. 
I'm ready to go as far as to say that uh, these could be some of the best line combos in franchise history. But before we uh, before we can really make that claim, got to do a little digging first. So Eriksenek comes back, slots in with uh, with Felino and Greenway. He scores. Felino scores the OT winner against the Blackhawks on Saturday. Greenway has a couple of assists over the weekends. We see more good stuff from the uh, Boldy Goudreau Fiala line. Fiala with a goal in uh, over the weekend, and then the Kaprizov Hartman Zuccarello line. Kaprizov with uh, a couple of goals. Hartman with a couple of goals, and uh, Zuccarello helping both guys out um, in those instances. So you see an interesting byproduct of that is that now that you've got those top three lines rolling at uh, the best production-wise that they've been all season, Dean can lean on them now. He can lean on them a little more than he has uh, in the past. And we saw that uh, we saw that in Saturday's game, where uh, it was obviously a lot closer. And so the Wilds, uh, you know, they, they cut the minutes down for that fourth line, uh, Dewar, Duhame, and Sturm all playing right around uh, between six and seven minutes. You get uh, twenty over twenty minutes for the uh, entirety of the uh, Eriksonek, Felino, and Greenway line, and uh, also the Kaprizov line as well. So, when clutch situations uh, warrant that the Wild need to, you know, they need to ask a little more from those guys. Any of those three lines are going to be ready to rock. And to uh, to give the team what they need um, for uh, for those clutch moments. So that is an interesting byproduct. You know, they're, they're all clicking at just such an amazing level. Kirill Kaprizov is uh, continuing what has been just the most torrid play of his young career. I think he's up to 35 points in his uh, his last 20 games, uh, 21 games, and uh, he's on pace for over 100 points this season. And uh, he's just—it's just absurd what he is currently doing. Ryan Hartman continues to get it done. Marcus Foligno continues to get it done. Jewel Eriksson picking up right where he left off. So, just to again kind of rub salt in the wound from yesterday, just when uh, just when this wild team was written off, they get people back, and because they were doing enough to just hang around with uh, with these injuries. Jonas Brodeen coming back soon. I would imagine Cam Talbot will be back this week. Um, the Wilds held serve while those uh, while those players were out, while the postponements were having you know, were going on, and now they're going to be at full strength and they are going to be a problem for the rest of the NHL. So. A, a great weekend for the Wild, of course, Hockey Day Minnesota on Saturday, a great showcase for uh, for the state of Minnesota, capped off with a thrilling overtime win. So uh, a lot of positives to take from uh, the two games over the weekend. Uh, when we come back, though, I want to dive a little further in to uh, one of the big heroes of the weekend as well, continuing what has been just an amazing stretch of hockey for him, Capo Kakinen. We'll talk about Capo's numbers over the past several games and what the Wild should do going forward with their two goalies. That is coming up next here on Locked on Wild. It is 2022, and that means New Year's resolutions are in full swing. If you want to look a little better, eat a little better, may I present to you Built Bar. 
Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and I'm even going to double down. Better than a candy bar. Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, and the average Built Bar contains right around 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Your average candy bar contains almost double that, with 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. So now is the perfect time to take all of those candy bars in your secret stash. Give them to somebody else. I'm not advocating throwing candy away. Give them to somebody else. Fill those secret stashes with built Bars, and your 2022 will be off to a better start than you could ever have imagined. So head to built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off of your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Continuing today's episode of Lockdown Wild, and again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen every day. Just as a reminder, Lockdown Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. So for Capo Kakinen, in his last, uh, we'll just say in the month of uh, January, Capo has started seven games in the month of January. He's five. Oh, and one in those games. He has a 2.19 goals against average and a 937 save percentage. Nearly had a shutout against the Blackhawks on Friday, if not for a very unfortunate and kind of weird uh, situation, in which it looked like he tripped, but uh, ended up not being able to, uh, to collect the save in the 5-1 to one win on Friday. With Cam Talbot out, we kind of were looking at, uh, okay, which, which capital we're going to get here? Are we going to get the guy that, uh, that struggled against the, um, the St. Louis Blues, got just absolutely just pelted by the Blues? Or are we going to see him take a step up and show that he deserves to get uh, more starts than he has been getting? Well, we have gotten a, uh, a version of capital that I think is the best-case scenario for um, this team. In you look at what he's done in uh, in some of these games. Came in relief of uh, of Talbot in the Winter Classic, but against Boston, gave up just two goals, got a win. Went against Washington, gave up two goals, including stopping the Capitals on all of their shots in the shootout. Beat the Anaheim Ducks seven to three. Held serve with the Avalanche, and uh, the Wild ended up not being able to score in the shootout. So really can't fault Capo because he only gave up the one shootout goal um, in that uh, that loss to the Avalanche. And then he turned around and he, uh, he had great performances against the Blackhawks both Friday and Saturday. And he's alleviating a lot of concerns with the goalie position that I think most fans have had uh, with what we've seen from Talbot this year. Talbot has been giving up more goals than, uh, than we've been accustomed to seeing from him uh, throughout the course of his career. And uh, so to have a goalie that is uh, is able to um, is able to, you know, put less pressure on the offense, put less pressure on the defense by making some of those critical saves uh, at various points throughout the game. And it, it's going to come down the stretch to the workload. that's that's the magic question. With this goalie situation, what is the splits? What do the splits look like? Who gets more starts? Who gets fewer starts? 
And uh, for a while in the beginning of the season, it was a like a 60-20 split. I know I've brought that up a, a bunch, but um, it just it bears repeating because that was not sustainable. That's not sustainable with Talbot um, and Capo because Capo is going to get rusty and Talbot is going to get overworked. So you take take that 60-20 and bump it down to like, I, I don't know, 45-35 or 50-30. Even just bumping it down a little bit will, uh, will help alleviate the pressure on both goalies. But I ultimately think that, uh, that Capo deserves a, uh, a ton of the starts here uh, down the stretch because, um, you know, if the Wild are going to, uh, to make the deep playoff run that we're hoping, well, they're going to have to, um, they're going to have to get some good goalie play from, uh, from both Capo and from, uh, from Cam. Now, another element that I think is going to help out um, in, uh, in helping keep both goalies happy and productive is the inevitable return of uh, Jonas Brodeen. The team has, for whatever reason, seemed to do pretty good without Jared Spurgeon in the lineup, but you pull Brodeen out, and it's a completely different story. Although playing without both of them, the team uh, the team did fine. I mean, 3-4-2 and two is not... It's not great, but it's also not bad, considering how um, most of the rest of the teams in the league are just continuing to kind of flounder. So... Getting those two guys back is going to have a huge impact on the uh, the goaltending and the rest of the defense as well because everybody slots down into their normal spots. So you don't have to worry about playing uh, Jordy Ben, you know, 18 minutes a night. You're going to be able to go 20 you're going to be able to go 20 20 20 with uh, Brodeen, Spurgeon, Dumba. You could go 20 with Goligoski and then figure it out from there because those top four are set. So once they uh, once the Wild get them back, that's going to help out the goalie situation, but Capo Kakinen certainly deserves more of the playing time uh, than uh, he has been getting, and I think this stretch that he's been on should uh, hopefully help convince Bill Guerin of that as well. One thing that I took issue with before we uh, we really dive into these line combinations that uh, that the Wild have found and that I think they're going to go with for the rest of the season. Kalen Addison getting sent back to the taxi squad in favor of Jordy Ben with Jared Spurgeon returning to the lineup. I don't like it. I would much rather see Addison, somebody who gives you uh, a little something, uh, can help on the power play, is more of an offense-oriented defenseman that is still capable of playing defense himself. Jordy Ben, at this point, Jordy Ben is like a replacement-level player, and I think that's probably being a little generous. And so you have to ask yourself as an organization, you have to ask yourself as a team, would you rather have the live body that you can plug into the lineup and is going to play the minutes is not maybe going to hurt you a ton, but is also really not going to help you at all. Would you rather have option A or would you rather have option B who is somebody that can help drive the puck up the ice is, uh, is younger, has a little more, 
you know, flair and uh, and confidence with his game. Somebody that can help you on the power play, and uh, somebody who is uh, is really good at helping to drive the action. Would you rather have the live body replacement player or Kalen Addison in this point, who figures immensely into the future of this team, especially with, and we'll, this will be another topic that we discuss later in the week. My thoughts have changed completely as to uh, one of the big questions for the offseason as to whether or not the Wild trade Kevin Fiala or Matt Dumba. I have flipped completely from where I was before the season started to where I'm at right now. But uh, as I mentioned, that's going to be a full full episode uh, coming later this week. But with what the likely scenario will be for that uh, dilemma for Bill Guerin, if he doesn't, if he does decide to trade Matt Dumba, then you're going to need Kalen Addison to come up and play a ton. And so these situations where you throw Jordy Ben in there, I just I don't like it. I I know why they're doing it because it's the veteran presence, and you know you're not asking you're not asking that line to do a ton, but at the same time, like you could get something from that spot if you put Addison into the lineup. And so I don't know if that will be the case going forward. It's going to be fascinating to see what this team does defensively when uh, Jonas Brodeen returns because the decor has the decor has remained steady despite all of the uh, all the players coming in and out of the lineup on basically a nightly basis. So, going to be interesting to see how uh, Bill Guerin handles that, but uh, I would I would like to see some more playing time from uh, from Kalen Addison for sure. And I know I know State of Hoppy would uh, would agree from the Soda Pod. So I'll give him a plug there. We're looking out for uh, for the Addison supporters trying to uh, to get Kalen some more playing time here down the stretch. So a little bit of a gripe from the weekend, but at the same time, Capo's been great and the decor has uh, has been great as well. Uh, we're going to finish today's episode by taking a look at how the Minnesota Wild, after all this time, all the searching, have finally found the line combos that they're going to roll with for the rest of the season. We will talk about that coming up here on Locked on Wild. BetOnline.ag would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline.ag remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website for you to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure you use the promo code Locked On to get the party started. The NFL playoffs in full swing, as well as the NBA and college basketball. The NHL, boxing, and UFC, they have everything all the way down to your favorite Vegas casino games. So don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your primero listen uh, of the day. And uh, for the Minnesota Wild, it took a little while. It took some players coming back from injury. 
It took some players getting called up into the lineup. These line combinations are the best that we've seen under Dean Evason, and these line combinations are here to stay. You have the Kaprizov-Hartman-Zuccarello line, which has been so good over the uh, the last you know month plus. Talked about the numbers for Kirill Kaprizov in his last 20 games. Uh, 15 goals and 20 assists in those uh, those last 21 games. So he's basically an assist per game and uh, has 15 goals in that span. All of that coincides with both of his teammates on his line. And it's no coincidence that Ryan Hartman continues to just shatter his offensive marks um, with 17 goals now on the season. And Matt Zuccarello into double figures with goals with 11. And he has a ton of assists on the season because the Wild, first and foremost on that top line, have a guy who makes his teammates better in Kirill Kaprizov. He is capable of making everybody that he plays with better. And so having teammates that are able to get him the puck but are also able to capitalize on him doing the same gives the Minnesota Wild one of the most dangerous top lines that they've had in franchise history. And I'm not... I'm not trying to be hot takeish in that regard. It's just it's a fact. Just just look at the numbers. This uh, this line is is producing at a level that we really haven't seen. I mean, 30 goal scorers just in general for this team have been few and far in between. And the Wild look like they're going to have two on the same line and Zuccarello is probably going to finish with anywhere between 20 to 25, maybe going to get close to 30 goals on the season. That's just something that we haven't seen with this franchise. So that top line is lethal and dangerous. They're versatile. Ryan Hartman brings a level of, uh, of grit and defense to that grouping. Kirill, the uber playmaker. And Zuccarello is not too shabby with the puck in his hands either. So you start with that line. You go to the enforcer line. Greenway, Eriksonek, and Felino. This line has, over the last couple of seasons, ever since they got put together as a combination, they have been the steadying force for this team because they can go up against the top lines of the opponent and they can shut them down. And Jewel Eriksonek, very capable of scoring himself. Marcus Felino adding to that party this year. And Jordan Greenway, I don't, I don't really get how it works. But Jordan Greenway is just the secret sauce that makes the whole thing uh, go together. And so you have that top line. You don't have to worry about them trying to slow down the opponent's top line. Get the enforcers out there. Get Erickson Eck and, uh, and Felino and Greenway out there to do their thing. And this year especially, they have been adding much more offense to the mix as well. That line is as consistent and as reliable as this team has had since Dean Evason took over. And so that line continues to play uh, very, very well. We see a pattern with the third line, and I hesitate to call it the third line because it's it's too good to be a traditional third line. Kevin Fiala and Matt Boldy and Freddie Goudreau as the center for now is very reminiscent of the Kaprizov, Zuccarello, and Hartman line. You have two playmakers on either side, and you have a center that is, yes, more of a defense-oriented center, but he still is capable of getting the puck 
to both guys. And it's no coincidence that as soon as Kevin Fiala teamed up with Matt Boldy, that both of their numbers just took off. And Fiala's on his standard scoring pace. He's up to 10 goals on the season. Boldy, a point-per-game player, because um, we've been saying it pretty much all season. Fiala was paired at the beginning of the year with, with Rask and Goudreau. There's really not a whole lot of offense being driven by those two guys. Now with Boldy on the other side, he can push the pace, and he can play in tandem with, uh, with Fiala, and then you have Goudreau as the center who can uh, kind of help set the play up from behind. So that line combination has been red hot over the, uh, the last couple of weeks, which leads me to my point to finish today's episode. These will be the line combinations that we see the rest of the way. And, you know, not to, not to throw any shade to the bottom line of, uh, of Dewar, Duhame, and Sturm, because those guys play a valuable role as well. You've got two guys who, in the, uh, the words of Spoke Z, are just chaos on the ice at all times in Brandon Duhame and Connor Dewar. Both fought on, uh, I think it was on Friday. Both fought in Friday's game. And uh, they will go toe-to-toe with anybody out on the ice. That fourth line is not having to be relied on as much because the top three lines have been so good recently. And top to bottom, overall, it is going to be real interesting to see what Dean Evison does when Nick Bugstead returns. Other than that, barring injuries, I think these four lines are set in stone because of how they've played and what they bring to this team and top to bottom this is a very dangerous team so if certain outlets want to uh, to try to say that uh, that the season is is spiraling out of control and is beyond saving they certainly can do so but i present exhibit a that uh, this minnesota wild team is a sleeping giant right now and um, they're starting to stir again And that's going to be trouble for the rest of the NHL. That is going to take care of today's episode of Locked on Wild. So now that your first listen of the day is done, make sure to head over to Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked on Bets is hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Locked on Bets is free and available on all podcast platforms, just like Locked on Wild. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts, and we are available anytime you want to listen. You can also follow us on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search Lockdown Wild, and you'll find everything that you need to stay up to date on the Minnesota Wild every single day of the week. If a puck drops in the state of hockey, Lockdown Wild has you covered with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.